Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. I'm going to kick off this show by letting you know that if you missed our three-in, three-out live session on Locker Room with Clinton Bonner and me, you can find that over at GetInTheFlock.com. That's the Patreon feed for the Seahawkers podcast. A little bonus show there as we talked about the 2021 NFL schedule, looked at the Week 17 games throughout the season, which ones we were intrigued by, which ones we were absolutely not intrigued by. We also had a nice conversation around DK Metcalf and some potential for him in the upcoming 2021 season. So you can get that over at GetInTheFlock.com. But today on the Field Goals podcast, newly acquired Seahawks guard Gabe Jackson, he, he's had a turbulent offseason. Initially, reports surfaced that he would be released by his former team, the Las Vegas Raiders, but Jackson was eventually dealt to Seattle on March 21st. It had been a long and winding path to get to this point with the Seahawks, but he said he is thrilled to be in Seattle. The team, the players that I've known there, the coaching staff, uh, the fan base, the 12s, um, I remember playing against them and how loud and the stuff it gets there. I mean, they win, you know. I'm, I'm going to be a part of an organization that's uh, like that, you know. Many Seahawks fans probably wish the team had drafted him when he came into the league in 2014, and they almost did. The Seahawks were very interested in Jackson, but didn't end up selecting him in the second round, and they actually gave him a call to let him know. Jackson ended up being selected by the then Oakland Raiders with the 81st pick. Jackson says he harbors no hard feelings. In fact, he and Seattle are so enthusiastic about working together that the two sides recently agreed to terms on a three-year, $22.75 million extension, which is going to keep him with the Seahawks until 2023. I actually got a, a, a little bit longer deal than I had in uh, Vegas, but um, it's not too much different from it, just a little extension. Jackson says he is thrilled to have the opportunity to play with Russell Wilson, despite some of the criticism surrounding the offensive line historically whether that was directed toward his new teammates on the offensive line, it doesn't matter. It's in the past. As an offensive lineman or a player in general, I feel like you're always under the microscope. Uh, but um, the best thing you can do is just be yourself and work hard, uh, take coaching, and just do your best. And if you do everything right, you train right, um, right, you practice right and all that, I mean, it'll pay off on Sunday. Just do the small things. Considering the fact that Jackson played right guard with the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Seahawks have rookie Damian Lewis at right guard, there's a question surrounding what role Jackson's going to play specifically. And he says the Seahawks have not yet told him where he's going to be playing. Jackson does have some versatility and has spent multiple seasons at both guard positions. I mean, you always have to, you know, get used to whatever side you're on. It's a switch up, of course. Um, your body adjusts and learn ways of movement, you know, um, but it's doable, and whatever the team want me to do, the coach want me to do, I'm, I'm for it. 
maybe even more important than his versatility, Gabe Jackson is known for his toughness. I like to try myself tough as nails because, you know, no matter what happened, I'm going to make sure I try to push through as much as possible. And um, I just want to win. Seahawks fans may remember just how aggressive Jackson can be from an incident earlier this season against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where Jackson was ejected for stepping on Bucks lineman and Dominican Sue. Considering the history between Sue and Russell Wilson, maybe we don't need an explanation beyond that, but Jackson does say he was defending his teammate. One of my teammates, uh, Denzel Good, he's a, a great friend of mine, but... Um... You know, he's one of my teammates. Even if he was a close friend or not, he's my teammate and my brother, a person I go to battle with uh, every week. But um, mainly I was protecting him, uh, trying to stop something that was starting. One of the defense linemen was um, grabbing his leg, trying to twist it and hurt it. So uh, I was just a little outraged um, because, you know, it was something that was dirty, you know. I'm all about playing hard and, you know, playing physical between the whistle, but not nothing that can, you know, danger someone's career. And plus, he's a he's a great guy. And I, I want like that, uh, nothing bad to happen to him. Sometimes a tough and aggressive style like Jackson's can lend itself to injury problems. And Jackson has had injury issues over the years. But he was able to play all 16 games last season for the first time since 2016. And he was excellent, allowing zero sacks in 1,062 snaps. For one, it, it was a great feeling for me, uh, not being selfish, uh, but just to, to finish out the full length of the season with uh, no injuries. You know, you, you have mild, minor stuff here and there, little aches and bruises, but just to make it through my teammates um, for the whole year and uh, play well, it felt great. It almost felt like draft day, you know. Uh feel like I'm a rookie all over again, you know, get to go somewhere, meet new people, and, you know, just start over. So in addition to looking forward to arriving at the facility to train, Jackson is also hoping to reunite with his former Mississippi State teammate, K.J. Wright, who still remains a free agent. I told him I decided to play with him. I don't know the situation exactly, if he's coming back or not. But uh, we go way back from Mississippi State, uh, going at it together and practice and stuff. While it remains to be seen if Seattle will retain a key Mississippi State product in Wright, on the defensive side of the ball, Hawks fans can sleep slightly more easily knowing that the team has locked up another Bulldog on the offensive side who can protect Russell Wilson for years to come. A special thanks to Wilson Khan for helping to produce this episode, pulling out the bits of information that will be of interest to most Seahawks fans. And Wilson's got an article up at fieldgoals.com that should be of interest as well. Russell Wilson, Sierra going to be hosting an NBC vaccination special. Coming up on Sunday, check out that article there at fieldgoals.com. Another bit of news, too, from Stan T.B. Taylor. Seahawks players announced on Tuesday that as a team, they are opting out of in-person voluntary OTAs because of the pandemic. And considering we've heard guys like D.K. Metcalf and Russell Wilson talking about gathering together in the offseason to do offseason work, just because they aren't meeting in person at the Seahawks facility for voluntary workouts, emphasizing voluntary a lot of these guys getting together to do work in the offseason until mandatory minicamps roll around. So we will continue to see how this announcement impacts the rest of the NFL. If that word spreads to other teams or if the Seahawks will be on their own in terms of this announcement. Something to check out and discuss up at fieldgoals.com. Later this week, I am planning to chat on the podcast here with Samuel Gold 
talking about Shane Waldron and what he's bringing to the team as the Seahawks new offensive coordinator. So stay tuned for that. And until next time, go Hawks.